Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour one on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show, still down at Danette. Fritzy under the weather. Hopefully he'll join us for Friday's show. Sean Salisbury, our good buddy, former NFL quarterback, will join us coming up a little bit later on. Michael Wilbon from the Mothership, pardon the interruption, will stop by as well. Poll question, play of the day, stat of the day. Stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Seton Webb, the poll question. Tyler standing by to take your phone calls, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. I have no idea who collects the emails, but we are uh, getting a lot of people who respond on Twitter, and some of the responses have to do with yesterday's show, the controversy that Seton O'Connor was roughing up Tom Cruise as an actor, and the people on Twitter are still speaking on your behalf, and they are refuting some of the things that you had to say. Let's recap what you said about Tom Cruise I believe the Katy Perry of actors. Is that uh, what you said? This is, this is so typical of the media to twist <laughs> things into their own narrative. Okay, put it into context, Seton. The, the original discussion was you, had, you were shocked that Top Gun Maverick was not being nominated for awards. Yes. And you believe that it should be up for Golden Globes and Oscars and all that stuff. Yes. Of which I had said, well, it's a good movie, but it's not great. It was entertaining, but it was cheesy. Okay. And that somehow had spiraled into this crazy conversation where, yes, I, I had mentioned <laughs> Tom Cruise is like the Katy Perry of acting. He's tremendously successful, but no one is going to talk about how great of a voice or slash actor he is. Okay. No one is going down in Katy Perry as like, man, she could hit that high note, huh? Okay. No offense to Katy Perry. She's a great entertainer. Now, Katy Perry has listened to the show. Yeah. Remember when she sent a tweet out where she was backing up the back row? Oh, I see what's going on here. <laughs> Seton used to be in the front row. Katy Perry sent a tweet a few years ago saying, suck it front row. To her 120 million followers. Oh. Correct. Suck it front row. Now, hold on a second. If I had said mm. to Katy Perry, you're sort of like the Tom Cruise of singers. Do you think she would be insulted by that? I don't know. Of course not. Nobody would be. You'd be like, I'm, yo, would you're Tom like. Would Tom Cruise be insulted? 
Mm. Possibly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. Yes, Paulie. We reached out to Tom Cruise's people. We've gotten no, no response comment. back. And okay. we checked Tom's social media channels, and he has not uh, <laughs> clapped back, as the kids say. Whoa, he's not throwing any shade? He's not throwing shade at Seaton. Cap. They, uh, that's Cap. Yeah. That's Capping. Um, the, uh, the response has been either, uh, like, thank God, finally somebody said it, that okay. movie sucked, or you've already lost MVD. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Early defeat yeah. in January. Oh, what's with all the negativity from Seton lately? He's just being a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You, it, it was Jerk Wednesday yesterday. Hey now. Yeah. In fact, I suggested to Tyler, how about Jerk Chicken on Friday and dedicate it to Seton That's this week? one of the nicest things you've ever done for me. Thank you. Yeah. Jerk, Thank you. Jerk Chicken. You jerk. Yeah, Paul. Jamaican people upset Seton. Oh! Get it? He's filling uh, McLovin's role nicely. There. I'm the Kingston of doing that. <laughs> Kingston, Jamaica. Kingston, Jamaica. Oh, okay. We could talk about. Oh, how... I see. Now you're yeah. not going to laugh at my no. jokes. No, I'm not. But no, how does it all feel? These... Yeah, yeah. How's it feel? I know. I need somebody to fake laugh at all of my crappy <laughs> jokes too. Keep yeah. stirring it up, Bob yeah. Marley. Steer okay, steer it up. We could talk. Three little birds aren't going to. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. We could talk about how, with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Usually when we get done with the show, we're done with the show. We move on to the next day. But the people that we meet, if you go to the doctor's office or you go to get coffee or you go get a beer, people will bring these things up. So yesterday, I hear from somebody, somebody that I sort of know, but not friends. And uh, he goes, uh, yeah, he finally said it. And I go, what? He goes, no, you said what a lot of people are afraid to say. And I go, what? That Christine McVie is a better singer than Stevie <laughs> Nicks of Fleetwood Mac. And I go, yes, I did say that. And I firmly believe that. He goes, yeah, you finally said it. Somebody finally said it, is what he told me. Yes, he. That was a big debate when I was a mailman, and we would be uh, casing our mail in the morning at the uh, post office. Yeah. That Christy McVeigh was a better singer than. Uh, <laughs> it's Stevie it, Nicks. It's Christy McVeigh. Or McVeigh. McVeigh. What a, oh, I said McVeigh. It's oh, Sean Mc, McVeigh. Sean McVeigh. Christy McVeigh. Yeah. Right. Right. And right, I got a bit. problem with Sean McVeigh, by the way. Segway. All right. Uh, you got a uh, poll question for me? I do, yeah, sure. Yeah, really? I thought you had one. There's rumblings that you came up with a poll today. Okay. Does a team playing this weekend, including Monday, win the Super Bowl? Okay. Seahawks, Niners, Chargers, Jaguars, Dolphins, Bills, Giants, Vikings. Stop me when you have a Super Bowl team. Ravens, Bengals, Cowboys, Buccaneers. No, I'm just saying, is there a team playing this weekend? Because the last two years, the Rams and the... Buccaneers, they played Wild Card Weekend. How about this then, the poll? Which team playing this weekend would you bet on to make the Super Bowl? Make the Super Bowl. I think that's fair. Or win it. These, yeah, the two previous years. Let's those, go win it. Those teams, yeah, okay. Uh, who would I pick? Go ahead, Paul. I, I think I would go with the 49ers. If you look at what the 49ers did last year mm -hmm. with their defense, they almost got to the Super Bowl without throwing touchdowns on offense. Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo did very little, and they were close. And uh, Brock Purdy seems a little... Maybe he doesn't know he's not great yet, 
but he's playing well enough that they they could pitch a few shutouts. Okay, but we've had rookie quarterbacks do well in the postseason. Correct? Yes. Mostly they don't. Oh, I have, they don't? Mostly they, they're terrible. Oh, okay. I, I thought that uh, the spin was Brock Purdy could fall in the line of other quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks. Who... I've got the quarterbacks rookie quarterback quiz later today, but ooh, I can tell you ooh, since ooh. 1980, rookie quarterbacks in the playoffs, starting a playoff games, are 9 and 19. That's not good. 9 and 19. That's, that's not good. That's uh, E-me, pilot error. Yes, Eden. So is this poll question essentially then, like who you got, Chiefs, Eagles, or the field? Yes, pretty much. Chiefs and Eagles are the only two teams not playing this weekend. Yes. But you have teams playing this weekend. If I took Buffalo off, who would you take? See, the Bengals concern me because they have two of their offensive linemen out. And earlier this year, you know, the the problems with Joe Burrow being sacked they started out the year 0-2. We wondered about the offensive line. They have two of their starters out for this game. But this line is, if Lamar Jackson was playing, I would, I would uh, lean towards the Ravens winning this game. But doesn't look like he is. The Ravens started the week plus 6.5, according to DraftKings. It's now up to 8.5 because of the reports of Lamar's questionable availability. We know that Tua Tonga-Vailoa is not going to play this weekend. The line started out 10.5. Versus the Bills. The news of Tua being ruled out. That line is now 13 with Skylar Thompson Jr. the third starting for the Miami. If I would have said, hey, do you realize when the playoffs start, these two quarterbacks are going to play a significant role for their teams. And if I would have said Skylar Thompson, you would have said, I don't even know what team he's on. (laughs) And maybe if I said Brock Purdy, you would have said, I don't know what team he's on. But those two quarterbacks are starting for their teams this weekend. Yeah, Paul. If you would have told me in September, I would have been surprised by Daniel Jones being in the playoffs. Well, at this juncture. that's true. Okay. They were not predictably Blue. good. Blue. You know, but the, the Tua Tungavailoa situation is interesting because this is a team with him is formidable. The offense is probably, what, eight or nine points better when he's out there. And without him, they're a team that averages 16 points a game. But you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, dangerous, and can break open a game. But will they be able to do that? A team that barely squeaked into the playoffs, losing five of their last six. And Tua had two reported concussions, the possible third unreported head injury. Also had the back injury. And I wonder if they didn't, what felt like, rush him back into playing and let him sit a little longer would he be playing September and October? Now, you might say they would have lost games and maybe they wouldn't have qualified for the playoffs. I understand that. But, you know, we're all about the health and safety. We're talking about Damar Hamlin. Self, uh, you know, the, uh, the health and safety. And absolutely. But we should be doing the same thing for Tua Tungabailoa. Because I think he had a third concussion. You can say he had a back injury. And by the way... You have a back injury like that. I never heard any follow-up of, oh my gosh, that could happen again. Or is he being treated for that? He could have a back injury and a head injury. And I wonder if you're the Miami Dolphins. And these are hard questions. What are you going to do with Tua? So he's finishing his third year. They're not going to extend him after, after this year. 
Now, he was an MVP candidate, and I think legitimately with the numbers and the success of the team, when they were, what, 8-3, and three, he was playing great. But if I remove the concussions, then, then I could see Miami extending him. But you can't say this. The Dolphins can't go, well, you know, with the uh, concussions, the head injury, we're not going to uh, offer him a contract. You can't say that publicly. And then Mike Florio, he did it again. He brought up Tom Brady. Could Tom Brady end up in Miami after all? And I'm thinking, really? I guess. But then you throw in Sean Payton into the mix. Mike McDaniel, I think, by all accounts, did a pretty good job this year. You know, when they had everybody healthy, they were a formidable team. So you lose two of her four games, you still make the playoffs. He's due to make just under $5 million upcoming 2023. But the Dolphins could keep him on the roster as a backup to Brady. If Brady <laughs> does... No, I know. I know. This is, this is what's being talked about. A rest and recovery year, and Brady takes the helm. But I don't know if I could do this, where I go, uh, hey, we're going to bring in Sean Payton. Uh, we'll keep Mike McDaniel as your offensive coordinator. That's not going to happen. Could he lose his job after one year going to the playoffs with a quarterback who got banged up this year? But the, the Brady to the Dolphins goes back to being around his family, being around his kids, because He's going to have other options. Is he going to go to Vegas? And it feels like everybody thinks he's going to play next season. Foregone conclusion, he's playing next season. No matter what happens against the Cowboys, he's playing. And I'm like, okay. Maybe I'm the only one that's going, I guess there's still a chance that he, you know, if they lose to the Cowboys, does he want to come back to Tampa Bay? Does he want to go someplace else? And Florio brought this up on Pro Football Talk where – this is a possibility. Yeah, Paulie. It's such a weird thing to think about. If you remove the names, the Dolphins have a 24-year-old quarterback who had the best season of his life, led the league in quarterback rating. They would consider replacing him with a 46-year-old quarterback who finished under 500 this year. Mm. Just if you take away the names, but once you put Brady's name on it, you're like, oh, that's you got to give some credence to it. By the way, I heard from a good source. So far, this year, Maverick Top Gun, has sources? What? Your sources? I have a source. <laughs> Your Hollywood connection? I have a source. <laughs> oh, boy. I, you know what? I'm going to take a break because I'm going to let you guys just think Tease about worthy? What? Teaseworthy? Yes. <laughs> I have a, a source. Hey, if Adam Schefter can have sources all over the place, so can I. You're going to make fun of Tom Cruise on my watch? Then you be, better be ready for a battle. You're on the wall? I, uh, You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. And I've got sources who are going to back up my Maverick, Top Gun, as a damn good movie. Top Gun Maverick was uh, nominated for Shh. best... Shh. Shh. This is my story. I'm going to take a break here. Speak your truth, Dan. Speak your truth. <laughs> I, I will. It's your journey. Free your mind. The rest will follow. Let's take a break back after this. If you own a business, it's been a bumpy ride. You could use a break. If your business has five or more employees managed to survive COVID, you could be eligible to receive a payroll tax rebate of up to $26,000 per employee. Not alone. It's a refund of your taxes. The challenge 
getting your hands on it, and that's where GetRefunds.com comes in handy. Team of tax attorneys they put together, highly trained in a little-known payroll tax refund program, already returned over a billion dollars to businesses. And maybe they can help you as well. And keep in mind, they do all the work. No charge up front. They simply share a percentage of the cash that they get for you. Businesses of all types can qualify, even if you took PPP, nonprofits, even those that had increases in sales. So find out if your business qualifies. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. This payroll tax refund program is only available for a limited amount of time. So don't miss out. GetRefunds.com. What do you have to lose? GetRefunds.com. Good luck. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now it's go time. I let Seton have his day yesterday, making fun of Tom Cruise and Top Gun, referring to Tom Cruise as the Katy Perry of actors, or Katy Perry's the Tom Cruise of of singers or something like that. 
It was mean-spirited. They're both great at what they do, both very successful. But I reached out to one of my Hollywood sources who said, uh, by the way, Top Gun Maverick has gotten 44 award wins, 160 nominations, nominated for Best Motion Picture Drama at Golden Globes, been shortlisted for several Academy Award categories, including Best Picture. Nominations are going to be announced next Tuesday, and it will be a very, very emotional day for me. Yes, Pauline. I, I, I'm splitting the difference between you. You think it's a great movie. I was very entertained for the two hours I saw Top Gun Maverick. Okay. Seton has a great point that it basically was, uh, they used every bit from the first one yes. and the second one. I, I, may, I guess it's kind of like going on a, an 80s cruise where, hey, Careful. There, Careful. hay, there's Duran Duran. Hey, there's uh, Careful. Poison. Yeah, but Tom play- Cruise is not Duran Duran now. No, but Tom Cruise was playing all the 80s hits in his new movie. Mm-hmm. Remember when Eddie Murphy hosted SNL about two, three years ago? And it was a big, big deal. Yeah. They brought him back, and he did four of the same bits he did back in his early, uh, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, et cetera, et cetera. Gumby. Yeah, it was not creative, especially creative or groundbreaking, but he gave the people, the old people, what they wanted. The old people. The older well, That would be me. Fans. Yes, and me. And me. Yes, he- yeah, me too. I'm in, I'm right in that Top Gun age, right? Yeah, maybe a little young, but yeah. Do you want to apologize to America? No, I mean I didn't realize that uh, Top Gun Maverick was up for that many MTV movie awards. <laughs> it's and, not MTV. You know, IMDb.com <laughs> Picture of the Year. I'm Block- sorry, I should have checked. Blockbuster you know, Video Awards. Ranker.com has it as Film of the Year. I should have checked all of that. Uh, <laughs> not every Sorry, award. Sorry, okay. I, didn't, I don't have your sources to be like, hey, you know, it's, this one. It's, it's one source that I have. You know, Barstool Actor of the Year. No. Oh, I didn't know that part in my take loved it that much. Yes, Paul. I'm on RottenTomatoes.com, which gives a, a <laughs> they compile all the reviews. And right. they had 459 reviews of Top Gun Maverick. Right. Guess what the uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh their, their percentage. Their score? Yeah, the score. What percentage it Probably was. Probably off the charts. I'm going to say 92%. It's 96%. Hell yes. Was positive. Yes. Now, audience score 99%. Yes. The consensus was Top Gun Maverick pulls off an even trickier feat than a 4G yes. inverted dive, delivering a long belated sequel that surpasses its predecessor, predecessor in a wildly entertaining style. All right. This is weird. This is so like commercial of you, Dan. Usually you're the rogue guy that everybody loves something. You're like, that wasn't good. But sometimes something's right in front of you and you don't realize the greatness of it. Maybe I should and, watch it again. And maybe you guys should turn your attention to me and realize it's right in front of you. Just embrace it. You're the Katy Perry of <laughs> sports greatness. radio. Yeah. So, yeah, Christina Aguilera. You're sort of the radio. Tom Cruise Katy Perry of. Okay. If you said I'm the Taylor Swift, then I'd go, okay, now we're talking. Now that's an artist. Yeah. And I don't want to hear the negative reviews, Paulie. You don't want to hear from Chase Hutchinson at the Inlander in Spokane, Washington? If more cheesy sensibility is what you were looking for, this will more like this will entertain the heck out of you. Okay. Cheesy sensibility. It was fun. I have the exact same review as Paul. The exact. It was fun. I enjoyed watching it. It was a lot of fun. It's just I don't think it's, you know, Oscar worthy. Okay. It's the same exact review. All right. All right. I'm just saying we don't celebrate action stars. We have a hard time celebrating comedians. And those are, you know, since I'm an actor, I would like to be able to celebrate those people. 
I had the Dolph Lundgren My fan club coming after me yesterday. He's a Rhodes Scholar. How he would is. you be? Or whatever he is. he is. I don't even know what the hell he is. But. I, I think he might have gone to Oxford. Dolph Lundgren. Oxford Community College. Yes. Yeah. I don't know about it. Oxford, Ohio. Oh, he yeah. went to Miami of Ohio. All right. Let's get some phone calls in here. Are, are we going with the poll question that, that we brought up about does the Super Bowl winning team play this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I was going to say who you got, Chiefs, Eagles, or the field. Okay. You it's a little less That's wordy. Another... <laughs> yeah. There's only so many characters you could fit uh, into the thing. Okay, and... I spent a lot of time on the Tom Cruise stuff. I haven't, you know, given the other things, you know. That, that's the other poll question that's just, we're begging for, is Top Gun Maverick, you know, should it win the Oscar no, no. for Best Picture? I didn't say, should it win? You just, no, no. You, I, I did yes. not say it should win. I said, how about nominated? There's 10 movies that get nominated. Yes, Paul. I want a quick Tom Cruise poll question. Just think about it real quick. Is there another American actor, male, career that you'd want over Tom Cruise? Off the top of your head, is there a name where you think like Dustin Hoffman? Or... You want like as in you're making a movie and who's going to be your lead? No, like or... whose career would you want? Like that's the career I'd want where legacy, movies, whose career was better than Tom Cruise in American Cinema. Yes, Mark. I take The Rock. <laughs> and he's also in WrestleMania. I don't think he's kidding. <laughs> I don't think he's kidding. The Rock over Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. I don't love Tom Cruise like y'all love Tom okay, Cruise. Okay, that's fine. I mean, look, you you have a lot to learn. You're young. You have a lot to learn. He's not that young. And this is where, put your tiny hand in mine. I will be your preacher teacher. There's not a huge difference between Tom Cruise and The Rock's it's acting not. ability. Just it's height. Not. Mostly height. Oh, my God. Tom doesn't need to be artificially inflated. Uh, you sure about that? No, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he. I saw where Hugh Jackman said he would never use steroids. Uh, he used them all. <laughs> they're all. They're all gone. Yeah, yeah. He, he used them. He, he said I would never use steroids uh, to play the role of Wolverine. That is. Have you ever seen a, a Wolverine movie? Uh, <laughs> I. I did see how he looked in Wolverine. Breadfest. You can't get that way without a little bit of help. No, you can't. If I were Hugh Jackman, I would say yes, and here's where to get him. You can make some money <laughs> yeah. off it. He looked great. All right, uh, yeah, if I throw Jackman. out Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jack Nicholson. I, I think I would probably go Leo. Okay. Because he's got a little bit of everything, right? Well, yeah, he's got a lot of some other things, oh, too. Yeah. But uh, I, it feels like he's cashing in on his uh, success, whereas I don't think Tom is. He's getting a little too old to be cashing in on his success he like is. that. He eh, is. Getting a little creepy. He's got a belly. Like, you see him on a yacht. You know, got the 22-year-olds, and then he comes out, and like, hmm. Yeah, but it's more like he's got, like, forget about the belly. He's got, like, uh, high blood pressure and other things that come with being at a, a certain advanced age that he shouldn't oh, be okay. celebrating. How, how old is he? He's not 50 yet, is he? No, DiCaprio? he's about 40. Okay, I got it. 45? 48. Ooh. You know who turned 79 yesterday? I think 79. Rod Stewart. Okay. I wouldn't have thought that. He still looks good. He still performs. Yeah. Yeah. Camouflage. That was a great album. Hmm. I go back to a nod's as good as a wink to a blind man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maggie, he did. He was good. Rod Stewart. It's still entertaining. Still killing. Let's go. Let's uh, let's get it together. Yeah, Come on, here weekend. We, here we go. We got football. Here we go. Well, the Bengals. The Rock yeah. played football. Hmm. 
He was on the team. Tom, Tom Cruise played football in all the right moves. Yes, he did. He could knock the heck out of people. Yeah. yeah, he was a star. Yeah, he'd take your head off. All righty. Better uh, football player. Tom Cruise in Ooh. All the Right Moves or The Rock in Real Life? I'm going to go Tom Cruise. Correct answer. Yes. I got to say, I, I agree with you. I think Tom Cruise was better football got player. Got a full scholarship to Cal Poly. <laughs> um, all right, let's get our act together. This is where people go, oh, I thought you were a sports show. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I think we are. Sometimes I don't know if we are. Uh, we got our play of the day coming up here. Settle on our poll question. I'm wondering about this, and I said this, and I I will continue to say this. We need to show caution with DeMar Hamlin, the story, because it was 10 days ago. We didn't even know if he'd get out of that Cincinnati hospital alive. Now he's at home, and he's rehabbing at the facility, and now you're starting to, I don't know if it's a groundswell, but I think it's going to get there. People are curious if DeMar Hamlin will be at the stadium on Sunday afternoon when the Bills play the Dolphins, maybe up in a skybox there. And I, I would love to see him, but I would rather see him on the Jumbotron and, and have him at home with his family, be on the Jumbotron, and maybe right before kickoff, he comes on just to you know greet the fans. But sometimes when you – people are so excited for this story – and, 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 but I just would caution you. I mean, he flatlined twice. You know, he was in critical condition. I'm glad he's home, but let's make this. Let's, how about in two or three weeks, maybe at the Super Bowl, then do something. But let's just slow down, slow down. It's a wonderful story. Let's continue to have a wonderful story. And look, if he's up there in the suite, I just don't want all the shots going to him. And I, let him let him do what he needs to do on a, you know in his in his own comfort in in his home to go there. Everybody's going to be up there. Well wishers, all that's a lot to ask for somebody who just got out of the hospital. Let him do something on the jumbotron, greet the fans, and you know say something inspirational to the Bills, the Bills fans as they get ready to face the Dolphins. That's what I'm hoping for. But I like that there's caution that is being shown uh, with Tua Tonga-Vailoa because this is serious. Um, You know, I just saw where Charles White, former running back at USC, passed away. One of the toughest players who's ever played college football. And uh, uh, Heisman Trophy winner, but uh, passed away. And uh, he was in assisted living. Now, he's younger than me. He was in assisted living and uh, was reportedly battling dementia that they believe was you know, due to playing football here. We tend to look at short-term, come on, you got to get back in. Then you start to extend this. Two is 24, and we always think, okay, come on, yeah, he can come back. Um, I don't want him playing the rest of this year. Said that when he was out the last time. I would not have him play this year. You can't. You can't, you know, tiptoe around these these injuries. Because while we want him to play, you're a Dolphins fan, we're in the playoffs, come on, we need you. When he's 45 or 50 years of age and dealing with CTE or dementia or whatever he might, who's going to be there? Now's the important time for him. He does have youth on his side. But I want to make sure that he has that when he's 44 and 54 and 64, 
Not, man, remember he played in that game, he came in and no, no. I grew up in a culture that was like that. You got back in and played in the 70s, the 80s. You, you got back in and played. There's no question. We didn't even use concussion. We didn't know what a concussion was. Now, I suffered a concussion myself, but it was not sports-related. But in football, and my brothers played, my dad played, there was never a, a you know discussion about concussions. It was like you got your bell rung. It was like a stinger. Like, oh, my God, what was that? It's all stars. Well, those are concussions. And even when they're mini, like players will say, you know, it's a little. When we had two, uh, Troy Palomalu on, he said, I probably had 100 of these. 50 to 100 bell rung. I mean, that, it takes a toll. The aggregate total there, and then what happens? And, and I, I, I hope, I worry about two of the person. Then you can worry about two of the football player. Yes, Eden. I wonder if the uh, the player mindset that you were just describing, like where you just go back in and still play, I feel like that still exists. Yes. But the rules just won't let you now. Now you have to be even more sneaky or covert to get back in. Yeah. Because in, it goes back to the story that Heinz Ward told, told me. He got hit in a game against the Ravens, and he suffered a concussion. He grabbed his ankle because he was trying to fool the doctors. Tua grabbed his back. Now, maybe that was what brought this on. I don't know. I haven't heard any follow-up on his back. Has he been listed you know, on the injury li- uh, report with a bad back? It felt like he's had three concussions or th- three injuries that have to do with brain trauma, in my opinion. And... You know, a a great source that I have on this would not go that far and say. Because I said, oh, my God. Like, you don't act like that. And what, you know, his reaction, if that's a back injury, I've yet to see somebody have a back injury where they did that on a football field. Yeah, Paul. The tough part about this is is that nobody wants to, uh, everyone wants to stay in. The coaches want the player to play. The player wants to stay in. The team doctors work for the team. I'm sure they're concerned that, hey, if I keep ruling players out, will they replace me as a team doctor? Look what happened to that team doctor who put the guy back in. But but the neurologist wasn't a team doctor. Independent. He was independent, and he got fired. But but these players, they they lie. They they want back in, and the coaches... You know, Mike McDaniel, if he was safe with Tua this year and they won five games, no one's going to give him bonus points. He won't keep his job for that. Tua won't keep his job. Imagine if Tua said, you know, I'm not cleared this week. I was cleared this week, but out of abundance of safety, I'm going to take a week off. He would be... And I wondered about that. If he got cleared, would you let him play this weekend? I don't know if that question could be answered, would be answered, will be answered, but I, I do wonder. And man... I, I'm I'm just glad that they don't have to ask that question. I'm glad that Tua is not playing football this weekend. A couple of phone calls. Ann in New Jersey joins us on the program. Hi, Ann. What's on your mind today? Hi. Hi, Dan and Dan X. Um, first, well, I have a question about Lamar Jackson, but first I have a bet with my husband mm. that if I say my statistics on TV, height, weight, and cup size, I'll get a fourth TV in our little upper sports lounge. All right. Go for it. Uh, okay. So, uh, five, six, a lean 122, 
and 32C. Okay, babe. I said it. I get that fourth TV. <laughs> what, Paulie? With those measurements and you wanting another TV in your house, you're going to be hot property if he doesn't like this. Believe yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, wow, you yeah. sound like the perfect and, woman. And it, if it doesn't work out, <laughs> yeah. let us know. Holla. Yeah, let us know. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, okay. yeah, I'm a little crazy, and um, we have this lost area in our house where we've sort of turned it into a sports lounge, mostly my doing. Good. And we have three TVs, and I want a fourth one. So this was what I did to get the fourth one. Well, congratulations. So thank you. You're welcome, man. Thank you. So my question, since we're talking about Lamar Jackson and all these people, do you think he is actually still on the IR to the point where he can't play, or do you think he might be holding out for a contract? Oh, I think you want to play. I, I understand that dynamic. But I don't know what he's upset about because this is going on, what, 16 days? You, you can't miss a playoff. You can't. Although I don't think he's fared well in the postseason, has he? I'd have to look at those numbers. But I would – now, there's something that is not lined up between Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I don't know. I've been saying that, I think, for at least a year, maybe longer than that. There, there, there's something that's – off, off kilter here. Lamar's what one and three in the playoffs. Yeah, Paulie? career uh, record of one and three in the playoffs. Three touchdown passes, five interceptions. Yeah, but I don't think, at least I didn't think until somebody brought it to my attention. Do you think Lamar is using this? And I go for what to show how valuable he is? We already know that. Like, what's he getting out of this by by not playing? If he's winning in the playoffs. If they would beat the Bengals and he's there, I mean, then, like, you almost have to remind people of just how great Lamar Jackson is. You know, Lamar Jackson should have his contract already. Kyler Murray got his. Lamar Jackson's a better football player. But he does want more money than Kyler Murray got. He wants, I think, Deshaun Watson money. All right, Play of the Day is up next. More phone calls as well. Glad you're part of the program. Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray, depression, anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game-changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play. The play is called of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. 340 left to go. Morant around an Adam screen. Crosses over. Pirtle. Oh! He, he got him again. Pirtle gets dunked on by John Morant. The same building had happened last year, and Morant went for part two, and that one was impressive. That's courtesy of the Grizzlies Radio Network. Jakob Podol gets posterized again. John Moran has scored at least 30 points in his last five games against the Spurs, averaging just under 39 a game. That's your play of the day. Visit LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. Get an exclusive discount for my listeners. Kick off the new year by rescuing your family's most cherished memories that haven't been watched or enjoyed in years. Legacy Box will take care of everything. LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. That's LegacyBox.com slash Patrick. You know, I was uh, watching some uh, NBA last night. Boston Celtics, quietly first team to get to 30 wins. And doing so... With all the drama that happened off-season, beginning of the season, and you go back to a year ago where the Celtics had the turnaround starting in January, historical turnaround, and took them to the NBA Finals, teams are averaging one hundred, just, just under 114 points per game. That's the most since 1969-1970 when uh, teams are averaging 116. There have been 94 games of somebody scoring at least 40 points through the first 85 days of the NBA season. That uh, blows away the previous mark that was set in 1961-62 of 71. 14, no, I'm not done yet, Melissa. 14 games of somebody scoring at least 50 points through the first 85 days of a season. Now you can do it. All right. 
Odds to finish the NBA season with the most wins, according to DraftKings, it's the Boston Celtics. Second on the list, might surprise you, your Denver Nuggets, then the Grizzlies, the Nets, and the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, the Nuggets are really good regular season. It's the postseason we got to work on a little bit. Yes, Marv? Can Jokic win the MVP? Uh, sure. That'd be three in a row. Yeah. I think it'll be difficult for him to do it, but he's putting up the num- The key is, can you put up numbers that I I can't afford to acknowledge? Can you put up something and you go, nah. Like he's putting up those numbers, if I even stated that right, that you can't avoid them. It's like, hey, here's a triple-double. But Luca has put up a couple of great games. Um, it It feels like, People want Luca, uh, somebody new in there than the Joker. Now, whether it's conscious or subconscious there, but, you know, it feels like if Luca doesn't get it now, uh, is he going to get it? And I don't know if the team's good enough, but based off what he's done this year, you know, they're in any conversation playoff team, it's because of him. But I, sure, Joker's putting up great numbers. You, you have to sometimes look at it and go, in any year, would you give this person the MVP? Not when he's won it twice. Twice in a row, he can't give it to him again. Like, how do you how do you have logic in voting to go, well, you can't give it to him three in a row? Well, I mean, look at all the greats, you know, guys who didn't get it three in a row. I mean, that's not fair to what he's done. Yeah, Marv. What about our boy John Morant? Um, I'm a little grizzlied out. And hear me out on this. Nobody talks more junk, celebrates more, without doing anything, than Memphis. Really good team. Might be the best team in the West. I would like for you to accomplish something. Because, boy, they calling out Golden State and, you know, circling the calendar. And those things are, you know, it's all nice. But I'd like for you to accomplish something. Because then others will talk for you. Yeah, Mark. So you want them to kind of be like the Warriors because the Warriors talk a whole bunch of bleep but, now. But they have every right to do right. that. Memphis hadn't accomplished anything. I thought everybody liked the, the Grizzlies. I did. When, when they were the, oh, have you watched Memphis? When they won the Summer League and we made up T-shirts. Never forget that yes. one. Yes. And I said, let's celebrate. Remember the party? Yes. The parade? Crazy. <laughs> that was nuts. Crazy. We had four cars in the parade, but we had a, we had a parade for the Memphis Grizzlies. So I've been in on them, but I just, I don't want them to be obnoxious. I mean, Golden State can be obnoxious, but they've at least earned that right. Yes, he Grizzlies are somehow talking about a, a dynasty, <laughs> despite having never won anything. Yeah. I Have they won a playoff series? I don't even know if they won that. I think they beat the T-Wolves last year. Remember that? Okay. that no. The- that was the obnoxious bowl right there. Oh, Anthony Edwards versus uh, John Moran. Patrick Beverly was in it. Oh, Pete yeah, Beverly. They got the Western Conference semis last year. They were okay. 56 and 26 last year. Okay. Now, the old Grizzlies, like the Gasol, Connolly, Zach Randolph Grizzlies, had some good runs. Yeah. But I want you to accomplish something before you talk all of this junk. Yeah, Mark. Do you want them to go back to, like, grind and grit? No, no, no. I like how they – I mean, they're fun to watch. 
They are. You just want them to stop running their mouths so much. I, I just want. Yeah. Yeah. I would just say, hey, it's okay. You know, it's nice to be confident, but don't don't be obnoxious. Accomplish something. Yeah, Mark. They won a playoff series last year. Oh, that's right. Okay, you're right. Okay. Yeah, I'm pulling. So the Grizzlies are, are officially on your lawn. <laughs> yes. Dang. Officially. Yes, they are. There's certain things that if they're on your lawn. Yeah. 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 And if they won something, they'd be allowed to stay on your lawn. Yeah. Uh, but until then. I'm asking them to get off my lawn. Oh. Asking them to just yeah. politely. vacate. Politely. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not talking trash. Yeah. There's no hot take, no junk. No, it's just, guys, I, as a parental figure, I would say to you, <laughs> hey, guys, come here. Let's win something. Let's, take, a, let's accomplish. Take it. your bikes, go down to the park. Yes. It's a, come on. Win something, and then we can talk. Okay? All right. Ready? Break. we got a busy hour coming up. What are some of the things we have coming up, Paulie? We are going to explain the overtime rules for the playoffs in the NFL, which are drastic, quite a bit different, and I think most people forgot that. I did. When Paulie brought it up, he goes, <laughs> you know, overtime's different in the playoffs. And I go, huh? Josh Allen rule, we're calling it. Okay. Then we have uh, play the rookie quarterback game in the playoffs. Rookie quarterbacks are starting a playoffs game. And I just wrote the uh, entire script for Days of Thunder 2 for Tom Cruise. It's on the house. It's ready to go. One more item as we close out hour one. Tire Rack's been killing it for 40 years now. And really, the approach is simple. They have the knowledge. They have the passion. They have a team of experts. They're just a phone call or a click away. Their website packed with information, advice, and tools. But it's not too cluttered. You want to get a personalized tire recommendation, and you're going to get it in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry. High-performance Yokohama Advan Tire, the all-season Avid lineup, and the off-road capable Geolander light truck tire. They've got it all for you. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation comes right to your home or office. You can look out the window and watch them change the tire. Tire installation on your terms. Game changing. You got to go to TireRack.com slash Dan to see for yourself. TireRack.com slash Dan. Go there. You'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less on how and what and where you drive. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.